0: Right, peeps, this is the part of the show that I get to give you a big old virtual hug and thank you for reviewing this podcast, My Labor of Love. These ratings and reviews seriously mean the world to me. This five-star review is from Elise206 and it's titled, She Doesn't Mess Around. Elise says, I love how real Maddie is and how she gets to the heart of the matter no matter what the topic is. She's a great interviewer you can tell that she really listens to her guests in order to do a great recap of what they talk about and to ask great follow-up questions. This makes the episode feel more like conversations and brings out the best in all of her guests. Thank you so much, Elise206. I believe that it is so important to continue to have these conversations, no matter how difficult. There is so much that we can learn from each other just by listening. I appreciate this review so much. And I would love to hear what you think of the show. Leave a review and I will get you a shout out on a future episode. Welcome back to the Living on Purpose podcast. I am so happy that you are here. I am so happy that I am back. As you may or may not have noticed, I have taken a little podcasting break. I'm calling it a break, uh, even though it was a little bit of a hiatus a hiatus for me to step back from the podcast and focus on holding a little challenge inside my private Facebook group. The challenge was all about self-care. And there was so much growth inside the challenge, inside the private Facebook group with the uh, attendees of the challenge, the participants that I thought, okay, I really need to bring this to the podcast. The challenge was titled Extreme Self-Care. And that's what we're going to dig into today. I believe that self-care is really about trust. I believe self-care is about trusting ourselves enough to know what we need in any moment, trusting ourselves to have the tools and resources to solve the need, and then trusting ourselves to give exactly what we need to ourselves at the right time. So, today we're going to go through all of the challenge tips, all of the stories, because self care is a practice. Self care is something that is not taught. It's actually taught to us in a way that's really, really inaccurate. What we learn as women at a very young age is that first, that self-care doesn't matter. And second, that really what self-care means is making sure you look good on the outside. And we're just going to not talk about what's happening on the inside. Self-care is a practice that actually starts from within. And that's what we're going to talk about today because I think there is some misconception about self care. I think there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet that says, you know, just go get a monthly pedicure, get your nails done, and maybe a massage or a facial, and you should be good. I'm in the camp that self care is actually a daily practice that we build a habit for, that we need to exercise. Like we need to exercise our self care muscle to strengthen it so that that trust that I was talking about in the beginning is there, that we can really, truly trust ourselves to give us what we need in the moment. Um, My therapist, I think it was probably the first day that I sat in his office and I had just had a panic attack. And so I was on, I don't even know what kind of medication, but it was the first time I was on medication for my mind and it really bugged me i i had never had a conversation with a loved one or a mentor about antidepressants anti anxiety medication and so when we don't talk about things it becomes shameful and so when i landed myself in my therapist's office with a prescription to whatever it doesn't matter i said first of all i need you to fix me because i'm too busy for this shit And I need to make sure that you fix me well enough to get me off whatever medication I'm on. And he looked at me with love (laughs) and compassion. And he's like, here's the deal. When someone's drowning, do you at that moment teach them to swim? Do you stand on the dock and shout directions for the breaststroke? Hell no. You don't watch this floundering person in the water struggle as you just like teach them how to cope, quote unquote, cope or the drowning. No. When someone's drowning, what you do is you throw them whatever flotation device you can find. It doesn't matter. A human being is in pain and suffering and drowning. So number one, you get them on the dock. You take whatever steps you can to get them on the dock. Then Once they're on the dock, then you can take a minute. Then you can take a beat, maybe a couple weeks to teach them how to swim. He said, Monty, that's what we're going to do with why you landed here. That's why we are. That's what we're going to do with your anxiety. That's what we're going to do with your panic. And it was such an amazing analogy for me because I didn't have the self-compassion that he was reflecting on to me. So when he said that, then I could understand, okay, I really am drowning because of the panic attack was such was such a big deal. And what I want this conversation to be about is to teach ourselves a self-care practice and to actually work that practice on the regular so that God forbid, when we really, really, really need it, when we're drowning, we know exactly what to do to get us to the dock. And the analogy that I'm going to use throughout this conversation is that I really want us to build a medicine cabinet of self-care prescriptions that we can go to at any moment. Okay. So think of your medicine cabinet right now at home what have you got in there for me i've got a couple different things um let's see uh, when i get a headache i pop open my medicine cabinet and i grab the advil no no excuse me i actually grab the excedrin excedrin for headaches really helps me it has that little kick of caffeine it does the trick when i have a muscle ache that's when i go to the advil and when i have a sore throat i'm going to go to a dayquil or nyquil depending on the time and so, what I want to encourage you to do is to build up a medicine cabinet that you trust in the exact same way that you trust your current medicine cabinet. So that when you are feeling X, Y, and Z, you know exactly what per, quote unquote prescription, you know exactly what self care activity it is that you need to grab out of your medicine cabinet. For example, For me, when I get tired, what I'm going to grab is a nap. I'm going to take a quick little power nap. When I get lonely, the great thing for me to do is to pop in a podcast. It's usually Oprah or someone that just is wise beyond their years. And I go on a walk. When I'm sad, I journal. When I'm depleted, I'm going to go get a massage. When I'm stressed, I go for acupuncture. When I'm busy, I try yoga. When I'm happy and energized and excited, I go for exercise. So so that's my list, right? That's my super, super basic generic list. And actually, today, I have been feeling a little bit hmm, lax. Here's here's the truth. I'm like procrastinating hard on this podcast. And once I finished up a coaching call that I just had and a couple other things, I felt my body go, I need something. There's some self-care needed here. So I thought of all of my things in my toolbox. Now I've already had a killer morning practice. So I've already done quite a few things. And what I realized, what the self-care that I needed today was to quit procrastinating and just do the thing. See, self-care isn't just all about like relaxation. Sometimes self-care is doing the hard thing if that's what we need in the moment. And I've figured out through enough practice, which I encourage you to do as well, I figured out that I can trust myself and (laughs) trust comes honesty, right? And be honest with myself. Hey, Madi, what do you need today? Sister, I need you to get behind the mic and record that damn episode that's been on your mind. That's the self-care that you need right now. And so when you consider creating this laundry list of prescriptions that you could dole out these self-care tactics, I want you to start by creating a list, or I guess I don't want you to, I invite you to, I invite you to create a list as long as you can possibly think. Think of as many things that come to mind because what we're going to do, or what I'll invite you to do, is to try each one. Now, this might seem like a daunting task and it might take you a year, and that's okay. Because the other thing that I think I've learned, I don't think, the other thing that I know I've learned with self care is that what works for someone on one day may not work a week later. And so, it's really, really wonderful if we can be flexible and kind of just roll with it, right? So, I want you to create a list. Step number one is create a list. And literally, I, this is like a judgment free zone. Nobody needs to know what's on your self care list. Nobody needs to know what's in your self care medicine cabinet. This is very, very private. And so, do not judge yourself if something like running away comes to mind sister put it on your list if something comes to mind like binge netflix there is no judgment here put it on your list literally if eating a pint of ben & jerry's cookie dough ice cream comes to mind put it on your damn list okay ps all of those things are on my list binging shit's creek is highly Highly recommended. And here's the fun part. So once we've created this list, we get to practice it. I looked at the definition of practice. I don't have it in front of me right now. I probably should have grabbed it, but it's basically like honing a skill, doing something regularly to become better at it. This is a practice. Self care may never be perfect, right? What we want to do is make some progress. What we want to get do is get a little bit proficient at some of these things, so that we can rely on them in times of need. And so, I hope uh, that there is so much on your list that you're like, "Oh my god, I'm overwhelmed," because we're gonna have some fun with this. What I want is a lot of variety. I haven't mentioned it here. I don't think I'm uh, working on a podcast eventually on this one. But I'm reading a book and it's called Quit Like a Woman. I have been practicing some intense self-care over the last couple of months. And one of the things that I'm practicing, I'm trying and experimenting because that's all this is, is going alcohol-free. So I've been going alcohol-free. I'm like on day in, in the 80s, coming up on three months. And so what I'm doing to help support this experiment is to read literature, literature on women who have done it, right? And I think this is a great example of for all of all of the things that may be on your list. You know, if meditation is on your list and you don't know where to start, who's an expert that you can tap into? If yoga is on your list and you don't know how to practice yoga, is there, what resources are there out there that are for free? Hello, YouTube that could teach you how to do the things. So I'm working on this alcohol-free experiment and I'm reading this book and I hate the I hate the title because it's all it says quit like a woman which I love the title like like a woman cuz we're amazing badasses. But it re- it refers to the fact that it's quit lit, you're <laughs> quitting alcohol. However, it is like the most amazing self-help book that I've read in a long time. I can't recommend it more. And what she did, what she realized as she decided to start an alcohol-free journey is that there was this big old bucket in her life, this big old bucket that was usually filled with alcohol. And once she took that out of her life, there was a big old void. She had time and she didn't know what to do with it. And so what she did was she tried it all. She experimented with everything. And so that's what I challenge you to do. I challenge you to try yoga, to try breath work, to try meditation. And even better, keep a journal. Keep a journal about how you felt before practicing and then how you felt even during, and specifically how you felt afterwards. So for me, what I would write down today is before I started recording this podcast, how am I feeling? I'm feeling like a slacker. (laughs) This is like, not the truth, but this is what I'm feeling. I'm feeling like um, I'm not making progress. And so right now, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling positive. And then what I would write afterwards, we'll find out. But I imagine that I'm going to feel very productive and that I'm going to feel motivated to do even more things. So step number two is to try on as many of the things from your list as you possibly can. See, it's kind of like music. Growing up, what music did your parents listen to? Because usually as a child, we don't have control over the radio. And so we get to listen to what our parents are listening to at the time. I have memories of George Strait on road trips and it's like I almost feel carsick whenever I hear George Strait again sorry George or Connie Francis is another one we are forced to listen to certain types of music as kids and then as we get older I guess I'm guessing that you have listened to many different genres Right. And when you listen to many different genres, you get to then make the decision do I like it? Do I not like it? How does it make me feel? Do I want to continue to like it? This is what we want to do with a self care practice. Do I like it? Do I continue to like it? How does it make me feel? Et cetera, et cetera. So, step two in this podcast challenge is to try on as many different things as possible. I also um, want you to start thinking about when self-care would benefit you. I think that we get really busy and the first thing usually to go off a woman's to-do list is making herself a priority or um, handling her needs or doing what she feels like she needs. When we practice that, when we practice putting everyone else first, self care becomes an afterthought. So I challenge you to reflect on thoughts like, I need self care most when, or self care would serve me in these situations. Start thinking about past situations where self care would have been a phenomenal option so that. When you find yourself in that situation in the future, you will remember what you wrote down. You will begin to remember your medicine cabinet and you might try something, okay? Lastly, I want to just touch on boundaries for a minute. In most of my coaching practice, and coaching calls, I use a three pillar approach. And I've done this in my podcasts and in the challenges. And the third pillar is to demand whatever it is that you've decided you want to step into. And so if you're listening to this podcast on self care, first of all, there's a reason you're here. I believe that everything um, shows up at the right time for the right reason. And so I really encourage you to think about what kind of boundaries will I need to set in order to make self-care a very, very regularly scheduled practice? What boundaries will I need to put into place so that I can trust myself thoroughly to provide the self-care for myself when I need it? And I challenge you to really hold yourself accountable. So to do this, choose a, a set amount of time. Maybe it's five minutes a day. Maybe it's two minutes a day that you pop open that list and you try one thing. If It's two minutes a day, five minutes, two minutes, one minute. You can practice yoga. You can practice breath work. You can write in your journal. You can read a paragraph in a self-help book. You can move something forward that you've been procrastinating on. Three minutes is enough. I promise you. And then you've made the boundary. You've made the commitment to yourself. When you are drowning, you have a medicine cabinet to rely on you don't have to resort to the old coping mechanisms that have not been serving you up until this point. You have created a laundry list of ideas. You have built the trust that you know how to practice them and you can move forward with confidence. I really believe that self care is so, so much bigger than just a pedicure, than just a facial. I believe self care is a way of life because. On the daily, we take care, we take actually exceptional care of a lot of people. I was reflecting on this just yesterday because before, I don't even know what time it was. I had taken exceptional care of multiple people, my kids, my partner, my pets, my barista. I took care of, I took exceptional care of all these people before nine o'clock in the morning and my question and my thought was, who's taking care of us? If if no, if, And if we're not, nobody is. If we don't begin a self-care practice, if we can't trust ourselves to actually do the practice, if we do not take exceptional care of ourselves, we definitely suffer. But all of those people that we love so much really suffer. Self-care is learned. And so by modeling it to the ones that we love, A, we're better able to take care of them. But B, we're modeling that it is healthy to put our needs first at times. We're modeling that boundaries are actually firm and important. We're modeling that exceptional self-care should be a priority. I think that's a beautiful model to pass on to the people that we love. So that is my self-care reflection today. I hope that it helps. I am in the process of creating a self-care workbook that you could use, a little bit of a workbook slash journal. I will put a link for um, the waiting list uh, in the show notes so that as soon as it is ready for the public, you are the first to get it. And on the last note, I can't believe I almost forgot to mention this. I have created an epic, epic, epic self care retreat that is coming up. And I have room for 10 phenomenal badass babes. This epic self care retreat is going to be so amazing. You, you, if you decide to show up, if you decide to come, will be able to practice all of the self-care things that I mentioned on this podcast, you will be able to just show up and I will handle everything for you. Besides maybe deciding if you should take a nap or a bath, you won't have any decisions to make. And we are going to do all the things. It is held; it's going to be held on August 2nd, 2021. It's an overnight at the Chrysalis Spa, a hotel and spa in Bellingham. And I will also put a link to uh, registration in the show notes. Uh, Space is limited. And so hop on this opportunity if you think it's right for you. All right. That's it for today. Go out there and practice your self-care. Show yourself the love you deserve. And as always, keep living on purpose. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Living on Purpose podcast. It has been a blast hanging out with you. If you love this week's episode, please hit that subscribe button. That way, you won't miss any future goodness we throw your way. Craving community and connection with like-minded badass women? Feel free to join us in the Living on Purpose Facebook group. And of course, the best gift that you could possibly give is an honest review on iTunes. All right, that's it. Until next time always keep living on purpose.